Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. Okay, so Carly, yesterday. P.S. This is the third time I'm telling this story because I'm <laughs> stuffing like yeah. <laughs> so Tech I'm issues. just going to say the same level of enthusiasm. <laughs> um, I yesterday was Father's Day. I wrote this post in Instagram, and I suddenly got that sweaty palm feeling. So I did what anyone with a very good friend would do. I sent it to you. I copied and pasted, and was like, "Carly, how's this?" And all I got back was a freaking. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Sorry about that. <laughs> and I was like, what is that? Like, she's not, is she, is she saying, like, yeah, just post, post it? it. Is she like, this is so bad, it's not even worth a comment right now. <laughs> um, I then sent it to Nick. I'm like, how does this sound? Because at the moment, I am sharing quite a bit about him and his journey. And I do, just out of respect, want him. To, he never has never ever apart from correcting the grammar has never said no this isn't cool no you've stepped over the line no I don't feel comfortable about this he's happy for me to do the sharing and he was like yeah why wouldn't it be and I was like um it just feels like maybe it's a bit a bit much a bit pushy you don't want to sound like I'm telling people what to do or that I know what's right or whatever and you kind of started prodding me with questions which I was the, the thumbs ignoring. up, by the way, was like, cool. Do it. Right. <laughs> so what it, what it was was an <laughs> was a, I had created an image in Canva called an open letter to some dads. And I had, so I was kind of writing a letter to the dads who were a bit like, you know, if you're feeling a bit messed up about gender roles, if the, there's shifting sands and you're kind of a bit lost in your life, uh, I think you're not alone and, uh, yeah, so it was just kind of a bit about it. It felt a little bit not political or not but maybe a bit more feminist than I've ever put out mm, there. Okay. And so it felt like I was, I mean, I was kind of staking it. I, I was having a say and I, I was questioning it because I wrote it and I thought, I don't know if this is, I mean, I never think, is this on brand anymore? But what I always try to think is, you know, is is this helpful in any way? But at the end of the day, I was nervous. I was nervous to put something out there, be judged for it, get it wrong, um, mm. have my interpretation. People be like, mm, what the hell? I completely disagree. It's not comfortable. No. What ended up happening was I lost that post and I had to. I can just, I can I would, give it back to you if you like. <laughs> no, I could have. I could have. I needed to open my laptop to copy and paste from Messenger, which I was going to do. But then something else kind of came to me, a little bit more clarity, which I so I can see now that I just didn't have it totally right for myself to feel comfortable with. And I posted a a variation on it, and I kind of personalized it a little bit, so it wasn't like a at you it was like a from me sort of vibe mm, yeah and now it's you know it's up there on one of my most liked posts 
once again, frustrating me that I have no idea what's going on when, since I started to share a little bit more honestly, like remember we were talking about how um, I feel like there's been this evolution of Lisa, but I don't quite know how to represent it. I don't know what it means for the Small Steps brand. I don't know what it, I don't know what it means for anything. And I've just lent into sharing. And if you saw the top posts in terms of engagement on my Instagram, like there's probably, there's, there's tiles, there's probably about 12 posts that kind of come up on a page I could screenshot. 10 out of those posts have to do with Nick, my journey with him, my transformation as a mother and a woman as a result of the journey that we've been on together. I have no idea what this means for my business, but I can feel it helping people. So I'm just going to keep doing it. But it is the scariest thing for me to share, the most vulnerable I can be. And I still don't even have the language myself to share it eloquently or in a way that I kind of understand. But I'm going to lean into it anyway because I'm trusting that If it's scary for me, I am just expressing stuff that other people might never have the opportunity to share themselves or to see online, to feel like there's words out there that are representing how they feel or or what they're trying to get to or something. But, gee, it's hard being visible and sharing the most the what 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 is the most vulnerable thing in your life? Would you agree? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like you can share. Like listen, you can share. You are. This is the thing I think about both of us. Neither of us have trouble showing up. No, but that's true. It's still curated, even although it's like both of us value the the genuine connection with an audience or not kind of over um I don't know if I'd call it curated I think I'd say like both of us have our own spin on it right so it's like the way that you had written the um to some father's post was not the way that you would that you normally share which is from a more personal place the same way I share yeah I'm not like I scroll through my feed and there's like a whole bunch of talking at people happening you know, it's like, um, this is all the things you're doing wrong in life. You know, you're not getting this right. You're feeling this. You're feeling that. You're feeling like we're just constantly being told how we feel from other people. And for me, <laughs> my posts are about how I feel, you know. Mm. So when I'm sharing, it's like I'm sharing how I'm feeling. I'm not telling you how you're feeling because mm. I, I don't, I, I, I can't make those kind of assumptions. But I can tell you how I'm feeling. And so that is like the filter that my stuff goes through, you know, and occasionally I'll post something about that is in you language, um, but mostly it's either in we or I language because it's just the way I share. And yeah. to be honest, but, I've beat myself but, up a lot about that over the years because everybody says 
you need need to be talking to someone else. You need, don't talk about yourself all the time. Say you, say you. And it's like, it doesn't feel right for me. So that's like the curation part of it for me. And I feel like that's the process you went through yesterday, right? It was like, you'd written this post that was speaking more at someone Mm. in a way that you wouldn't normally speak at them. Does that, does that mean that that needs to change? Probably not. It's just that you found a way to put it into your own language through your own story and your own journey and share that which feels better for you. It was assumptions, the first one. Yes. And it was based on, I mean, I have worked with thousands of women over the years, thousands of women who are trying to make changes in their homes, and we have lots of conversations about our partners. I have lots of conversations with friends and family members whose men are not in a good state. I'd read an article, Dad gave me a text on Saturday morning, um, hi, Lissy. Think you should get the uh, the Australian this weekend because it's got an article that I think you'll like. Love, Dad. And I was like, okay, Dad. <laughs> so I went and bought the Australian, and it was it was all about this this topic. It, it was all about women, really. Just like we need to start telling the truth way more about what's going on for us. We need to actually work out whether we can have these big careers and not completely fall apart. Anyway, it, it just started my mind whirring and it was Father's Day and I'm like, oh, God, that, we are in real changing times and I want to talk about it. And, you know, I'm a person who is a research. Like, I mean, I really loved uni. I really loved research. I started a bloody PhD. Um, I like reading. I like assimilating information and sharing it. But I feel like there's this kind of, I I think I don't appreciate the uh, I know what's going on for you mm. vibe and I've never shared like that even although I feel like when we share from a personal place, I mean, that's the thing that, that gets people the most engagement every single time because people are looking for connection on social media. They're just looking to connect. Our lives are so disconnected. They want to see themselves. Like people want to see themselves. You know, they don't want to go through a feed and just have, like, it's, it's not, it's not 2010 anymore. Like, you know, I don't know, but it, the, the stuff that we're sharing needs to have evolved. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. That, that you stuff. Did, did we do a podcast episode about, um, the age of the difference between the age of celebrity yeah. and the age of the citizen. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, people are genuinely looking for that. But I must say I went through a phase when things were really hard in my personal life and I was just like, what? Things got really kind of vanilla. I was sharing, but it was sort of a little bit more like a dear diary and I felt it was it was just it was boring. So like your social content, like now I think about, okay, um, I can share what's going on, but what, what am I actually trying to say here? Mm. Like how might this, and I guess, you know, I do use the filter of, um, you know, if someone was reading this, like, is, is it, is it helpful? Um, cause I could share a lot all day, every day, like, yeah, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> look at that for the sake of just sharing. Um, but I, you know, I do intend to be purposeful. That said, I'm not doing it with the filter of, you know, does this fit in with 
an upcoming launch, like I'm, I'm kind of letting that slide a little bit. And because I actually do feel like something else is maybe coming, I, I need to have the conversation evolve as I evolve, even although I don't really get it, I don't get where it's all going, but I can see it's resonating with people. So yeah, doing it. But visibility is not without, like, even the people who do show up all the some people do just like to play it safe and just filter people towards offers and all of that sort of stuff, and that's also fine. If it's working, then it's working. Don't, yeah, exactly. But the point is, is to be sharing. Like, I can't even tell you uh, how many times I see people starting online businesses, and you must have seen this too, and they kind of take that whole um, visibility thing, social media. It's like an annoying extra. Yeah. I was having a conversation. I went out for dinner on Saturday night with some people that I'd never met before, and I was sitting next to a woman who does uh, like biz coaching as well, but like from a government perspective. So she is one of those people who goes around in like a van and to little towns and kind of does business mentoring and coaching um, through the, you know, state or federal government or whatever it is. And, you know, and I was, we were talking about how, how people have such reluctance. It's like, so showing up on social media is like a, a, inconvenience. Like they don't really want to do it. They don't want to show themselves. They just want to post a couple of times when they have something to offer. Like it's just a real inconvenience. But the thing about social media is it's social. (laughs) Right. Right. You got to be in conversation. And you, and you, yeah, like, yeah, it's not like a, it's, it's social. You don't go to, you don't go out to dinner and go, hi, my name's Carly. I am a business coach. Would you like to work with me? <laughs> yeah, you don't. No, you don't. You got to start the conversation. I know. And, and I think that there's a lot of people who resist social media because they don't like it. I never post on my, my actual private Facebook page. Yeah, never um, do I, my really. Facebook profile. I never, I never do. Um, (laughs) but the power of social media to build an audience and, uh, and a community of people who will want to buy your product, like people are searching for information, but they're searching for conversation. They are actually searching for, to be seen, to be recognized, to have their, you know, people comment on a post. That's a big, that's often, that's a really big deal. And they need to, they, they're looking to be, um, validated yeah. and seen. And that's, it's an immense thing that we could do for people to respond back, you know, to say hi to them in a Facebook live, even, you know, that's beautiful interaction right there. Um, but I, I, I agree with you. I think it's, <laughs> it shouldn't be beneath, beneath any business owner to have a presence on social media. And I want to open that wider too, right? Because you don't have to live in Facebook. There are plenty of other ways we can connect with people, you know? So social media is one. LinkedIn. I I just wrote down, well, video, which we're going to be talking about a little bit in the coming eps. Same with podcasting. 
you know, blogging, like you were saying that when you were in Sydney, you were talking to that guy from, was it from Canberra or something? And he was saying blogging's kind of making a comeback, you know, and, and we always talk about this in our mastermind about like, and in my coaching, I do as well a lot, like in person, people are forgetting about the power of like doing a, you know, you want to, you want to do an online membership or membership or online course, but sometimes it's actually really nice just to get some, like if you're just starting out rather than like having your 60 odd people who like you on Facebook and thinking you're going to fill 12 spots in a three month coaching program. What if you instead just like started by running some local workshops for mums at your school or, you know, shit like that, that people don't necessarily you know, they're looking for just the online answer to their problems. And the world is so much bigger than just the online space and ways that, you know, this, it, you know, with video, you know, rather than just doing Facebook lives, maybe you start a YouTube channel and you have some fun with that, or maybe mm. you do start a podcast or maybe you reach out to like, I'm actually writing for my local paper at the moment, mm. you know, like mm-hmm. having some fun with that. Yep. Emma, um, she's at Flourish and Shine. She was in the um, my first group coaching group and she has been running in-person four-week mindfulness trainings for parents and promoting them through school. She's had people sign up. She's had people pay, um, come each week. She's She's worked on her content in real time for real people in front of her. She's created all the stuff and she was like, okay, and she's done it without a Facebook page. She didn't Mm. even have a Facebook page or a website, just a really good idea, some flyers probably or maybe I don't know how she promoted it in person, um, maybe in the school newsletter or something. And the the foundation for her business is so much stronger because she was out being visible in real life and is now like, okay, what do I need to do to take this online so I can help more people? Yeah. Like sometimes we could just, we can do things in the reverse. Right. Exactly. And, and also you have such a better sense of, of your message and all that kind of stuff when you've, when you've had a bit of a crack. Cause online te- requires a lot of work, especially like, especially in the beginning. You are showing up and no one is there. And you got to keep showing up. Yeah. And then trusting that even when you throw an offer and no one signs up, keep going. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard yeah. to keep going when you throw out an offer there and your whole heart and soul is in it. And then no, nobody signs up because there's not enough eyeballs on your stuff. Like that shit really fucking hurts. Um, yeah. when, w- but back to like, you know, when I started doing my more, I guess, spiritual stuff, um, you know, I was running, I have my online magazine, Think Beautiful. And I was running in-person vision board workshops just Mm. for people who went to my gym. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's things start small and they grow. If you're feeling invisible online, then find some visibility offline, you know, and if you're feeling, I know, like for me, I've kind of done that with the, when I felt invisible in real life, then I've been really active online and visible mm. online. You know what I mean? And then sometimes mm-hmm. when I felt really invisible online, then I've reconnected back to offline again. Yeah. Like we don't, the, yeah, the world is bigger than just one little aspect online, exactly. offline, you know? Totally agree. 
Totally agree, which is why, you know, with this whole topic, we sort of thought, let's dive deep into our two passions, yours podcasting and mine video, and really sort of nut through how we've created consistency around those things, but what they've actually done for our businesses and what they also do for us in our energy levels as entrepreneurs, which can sometimes take a freaking deep dive when, as you said, like no one's commenting, you just don't know if people are listening. Does anybody care? Um, And it's so easy for us to get stuck in our head. Like, you know, I said this morning I was having a big cry because I was just stuck in how again. You know, it's like something Mm -hmm. triggered me and I go back into this place of like, how am I going to get to, you know, where I want to be? Like how, 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 how? And and having having these practices, they're almost like practices, right? Like our practice of showing up on Facebook Lives and our practice of yes. having a podcast connects us, like almost gets us out of our own way for the how because then we've just got to show up. So we thought we'd just explore the two of our favourite mediums and, yeah, like why they why we feel they work for us and maybe we'll throw a few tips in there let's along do the way. All let's, right. Let's, let's, let's give it. So the next um, few episodes. Yeah. So this was, this is just a chat really about the visibility aspect of it and reminding you that, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to be anywhere. There are plenty of people who run really quite successful coaching practices from, you know, flyers on the back of the dunny door at the cinema, you know, um, or have joined their local chamber or their local BNI group or, you know, and they have flourishing businesses connecting with real people in an offline place. And if you want to be visible online, then you're going to have to show up and share a view because it is social media and it does require you to be social, but you still have a choice. It doesn't matter how scary it feels. You know, you don't have to bear your heart and soul, but you do have to be seen and heard somewhere in order to grow your online business. And I think that you know, the thing is, it can be so much simpler. That's what we're sort of going to demystify. Mm. You know, I've, I've used video as a means to creating the content and then sharing it out. So I don't have to be creating all the time. It was my path of least resistance. Yours has been podcasting and the whole of your brand has been built around podcasts. And you can then direct traffic there. You can then share from it. It provides, you know, no end of inspiration. Yeah. And for me, that was a path of least resistance for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's about, it's about trying out these different areas that you can share, whether it's like writing blogs, whether it's like showing up on video, whether it's podcasting, whether it's connecting with people in real life. It's about finding those areas where you most enjoy showing up and sharing your path of least resistance. And then really like, double downing on that shit, amplifying Mm. that, you know? So, so for me, it's been like, I've just totally gone all in on the audio Mm. Mm. and it's working and you create so much content around video and it's working because it's your natural way to share and it's my natural way to share. Yeah. And I do think that, you know, it's just so interesting People come into keeping video real now, go through the first module and go, oh, it's not that complicated. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I was like, yeah. So we're going to dive into all of this stuff. Keep your eye out over the next two weeks. We're going to be going into podcasting and we're going to be going into video. So you have some tips and tricks to show up in a way that feels good for you and grow your actual business. Like this is not, this is, we're not sharing because we just have fun doing it. We're sharing because we've built businesses off the back of it. And so in between now and then, what I'd like to invite you to do is start trying some different mediums. So, you know, grab your phone out, record yourself speaking, record a video, record a Facebook Live, write some blog posts and try some different, you know, try like um, I just worked with a client recently where we have been doing this, exploring like what does it feel like when you're writing? What does it feel like when you're speaking? What does it feel like when you're doing a Facebook Live? What does it feel like, you know, I've pushed her into, not pushed her, but gen- lovingly shoved her into going to like a networking group. What does it feel like when you're connecting with people face-to-face? So test out a few different ways that you might like to show up in the world so that as we move through the next few weeks, if video or podcasting are areas that you want to explore, you'll be able to like really dive deep in getting something off the ground. Because the the thing is that growing businesses, growing companies requires you to get uncomfortable. You're going to get uncomfortable somewhere or other along the way. And it requires you to be seen. If you've got a shop, you've got to, you know, if if you're a a one one woman show with a shop, you've got to stand at the register. Right. If you've got a market stall, there's going to be people walking past. How are you going to engage them? Yeah, totally. The whole, like, I mean, the game is really marketing a lot of the time, isn't it? You can, you can create your stuff, but the growth happens when you're out there selling it. And marketing is visibility. You know, it's Correct. really, really just having eyeballs Foot on traffic. your stuff. Foot traffic. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're, let's, let's, I'm excited about this. Yeah, so am I. Okay. So we'll, we'll see you over the next couple of weeks to dive further into video and podcasting. Until then. Get experimenting. Get experimenting. Oh, and join the Facebook group so we can have a talk about all the different ways that you're showing up and sharing of yourself too or sharing of your products or, you know, just becoming more visible. And if if you need to, introduce yourself, start doing it in that group. It's a safe space. Yeah. Yeah. So doing it. Answer the questions on the way in, peeps, so you don't get entry. (laughs) I'm Carly. That's Lisa. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.